is a message produced by Shalom Christian Fellowship in Ireland to bless the body of Christ. We are here before you and we want to hear from you. Please speak to your people. Open up our eyes and our ears because we want to receive from you, Lord. In Jesus' name, speak to everyone, everyone who's listening to this message. I, I ask you, awake their lives and perform a great miracle, Lord. Miracle of salvation and transformation in their lives. This is my prayer. Holy Spirit, move here and use also this teaching on the internet to bless others. This is my prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Lord Brothers, as a, as a leader and pastor of this church, uh, it's my duty to teach you how to live a victorious life here on earth. This is my duty, my responsibility, okay? However, I believe that teaching uh, about, just about this life here is not my most important task. No, I have to teach you, but this is not my, the most important task that God has given me. Instead, my main duty is to get you ready for eternity. Right? I can help you in many areas of your life, but if you are not ready for eternity, Nothing are going to work for you. I know that it may be not such a good, attractive topic to speak. Because many people, they love when the pastor comes and say, Wow, oh, I'm going to give a word that your life is going to be transformed and changed. And you are going to be prosper. That God made you to be the head, not the tail. And you are going to be a prosper man. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. <laughs> but uh, my greatest challenge is to get you ready for eternity. Amen. This is. And, and today's message is get ready for your appointment. <laughs> Look to the person next to you and say, get ready for your appointment. <laughs> yeah, this appointment, no one wants to go to it. No, no, I want to be the last on the, on the line. <laughs> I don't want to be first. I want, but, beloved brothers, as a pastor, one of the most difficult times is when I have to hold a funeral service in church. This is hard. And to say goodbye to a loved one, 
and to someone that was once part of the community. It's hard. This is the job, the task that sometimes I'm all hard. Do I need to do that? And this is, this, but death or disappointment that you have is a reality that all of us who are listening to me will have to face. Did you know? You have to face. Because one day we will depart this earthly reality into eternity. Amen. How can you be sure that you see this day? You need to live today by investing in the eternal life. Amen. Whatever you do now is going to determine our eternity. Did you listen to what I say to you? Whatever you are doing now, today, is going to determine your our eternity and your eternity. The decisions you make today determine where and how you will spend eternity. As you know, we are eternal. God created us as eternal. And we need to make our life count. How many of you want to make your life count? Mm-hmm. I don't want to make my life count, count temporarily, but forever. And this is why I am living every day of my life. And today I want to show you through the word of God, I'm going to show you that your eternity, yes. after this appointment that you have, your eternity is determined by your lifestyle in these few years on earth. One day we will all have to face death. As I told you, no one wants to talk about it. No one. But I know sometimes I have to face it. Sometimes when I go to a funeral and I have to talk about some people. And sometimes I am saying, oh, this was a great man. It's normally in funeral, it's time I was to say how good he was, isn't it? But just God knows. Just God knows about your life, what you do, how you act. Just God knows how do you act when you are alone, what you are doing, how you are using your time. Just God knows. Maybe the pastor are going to say, oh, Lord, he was a good, great man. But I don't know the other side. And after death, we will have no second chance. We have just one life to live. And one day, we all will have to face death and we will be accountable to God how we lived here. You are going to be accountable how you lived. 
And I want to read a verse that talks about this appointment. Okay? Hebrews 9.27. Let's read all together. Hebrews 9.27. Let's read all together, please. And as it is appointed, oh sorry, yeah, it's not that. How it is appointed for man to die once, but after this, the judgment. Then the Bible, I'm going to read again. As it is appointed for man to die once, but after this, the judgment will come. It's appointed to man to die once. There is no second chance. After death, you can ask, oh, give me another chance. As it is written, it's appointed, appointed. It's one appointment to die just once. And after that, judgment. You have one appointment with death. Every one of us is destined to die once, and after that we are going to face God and the judgment. And one day every one of us will face death. If you like or not, we don't know when. Some people go earlier, some people live a lot, but one day every one of us have to go to this appointment. After death, there will be no time to repent. Okay? After death, no more time to repent. This is what the Bible, it's very, very clear. Repentance must be right now in this life. Repentance should be right now. If you want to know more, read the parable of Lazarus and the rich man in the Bible, in the book of Luke. I have come working with people and looking, reading the Bible for so many years, I have come to the conclusion that God's intention is for us to spend most of our time here getting ready for there. This is God's intention. Or God wants you to Spend most of your time here getting, getting ready for the other side, for this appointment. Everything you do on earth, everything. Think about the things that you used to do every day. Think. Everything you do here on earth will bring you either reward or regret. Everything. Good things, reward. Bad things are things with no, no value. Oh, regret. Wow. I wasted my time. I was silly. I was fool. Everything you do on this earth, how you have lived, you determine the reward that you are going to receive or the big regret 
you are going to have for wasting the time and opportunities that God has given you. Beloved brothers, I'm not here to make you afraid. Because if you are a true Christian, your heart is happy. Yes, if you are a true Christian. Yes. <laughs> true Christians, those who are serving the Lord, they are expect, they are living their life every day waiting for Jesus. Amen. They are, come Jesus, I'm waiting for you, Maranatha. Yes. I'm waiting for that day when I'm going to see you face to face. I'm going to wait for that day when no more temptations, no more tears, no more pain, no more death. I am waiting for that day. I am waiting for my appointment. I am waiting to see you face to face. For those who are real Christians, the day of your appointment is the best day of your life. The day we are going to meet your creator, your Lord and Savior. And you are going to see him face to face. Amen? And you are going to bow down before him and say, Wow, Jesus, you are much more beautiful than I could imagine. <laughs> and the Bible says that you are eternal. Did you know? You are eternal. And you are, you are never going to die. You have this appointment. <laughs> but after this appointment, you are going to keep living. But not with your body. But in your soul. You are going to keep living. And the Bible says that you will never end. And you will stay a few short years on earth. And then eternity somewhere else. That I don't know. You are going to spend few years in this earth. Just few. It's nothing compared to eternity. But eternity in somewhere else. I'm not going to talk about what's going to happen. Maybe next message I'm going to speak about. But you know that life is short. Did you know? Life is short. Have you seen that? Yeah. If you didn't notice, life is short. Don't think life is, is so long. And you need to get ready for your appointment. I want to read James 4 from 13 to 15. James 4. If you can follow on the screen or reading your Bible, that says, some of you say, today or tomorrow, we will go to some city, we will stay there for a year, we're gonna do business and make money. Listen, listen, think about this. You don't know what will happen tomorrow. You don't know, maybe you have one appointment. Your life is like a fog or a vapor. You can, you can see it for a short time. And then it goes away. You should say, if the Lord wants, we will live and do this or that. What the Bible says about your life? 
What the Bible does say about your life? Your life is short. The Bible compares your whole life that maybe could be 70, 80, 90, 100 years. All these 100 years, the Bible compared to what? A fog, a vapor. What is a vapor? It's here. Suddenly the sun comes and what happened? Gone. Disappear. And this is about you. The Bible says your life is like a vapor. If today was the last day, I have a question to you. If today was the last day of your life, how would you feel standing before the Lord Jesus? How would you feel? If today was your last day, if your appointment was today, how do you feel? Who do you feel? Why? Because he knows everything about you. Maybe your daddy and mommy doesn't know. Maybe your, your pastor, your leader doesn't know. But God knows everything about you. Amen? And he knows everything about my life, Pastor Marcio's life, and he knows about you. And as you know, life is short. And many people are departing to eternity every day. Children, youth, young couples die every day. Blood brothers, what I am teaching you, it's very serious. I was called to do funeral, funeral service of babies. I was called to do funeral service for a 10 years child. I was called to do funeral service of 14 years old. Boy. I was called to do funeral service, I remember, of a 20 years old only. Man, 30 years, only 30 years. This is what I have done, funeral service. In Brazil, here. Life is short. Life is short. But... About your appointment, I want, I want to say one thing. Dying is not the problem. Because everybody is going to die. Or everybody is going to start living and departing from this atmosphere, or this earth, to another place. But are you prepared to stand before our Lord Jesus? This is the, the main point. Are you prepared in that day? If, you, if it was today, how would you feel? You and Jesus. And Jesus look at you and asking you, why should I let you enter in? Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, that says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils 
the breath of life, and man became a living being. Or man was created from the dust. God take, took the dust and created you. I want you to read another verse. Ecclesiastes 12.1 that says, Remember your creator while you are young. Don't wait too much. Now, while you are young, how many young people do we have here? Just me? <laughs> okay. I know this word is not so... I know you are afraid. <gasps> Relax. <laughs> Relax. This today is a day of grace. Today is a day of repentance. And today is a day of salvation. I can, maybe I can guarantee you we are not going to die until the end of this service. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot guarantee that, sorry. <laughs> Even that. <laughs> but remember, Ecclesiastes says, remember your creator while you are young. Before the bad times come. Yeah. When you get married, bad times come. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because when you, you get older, then you have to work a lot. Then bad times come. <laughs> Before the year comes and you say, I have wasted my life. Will come some days your life is going to say, I wasted my life. This is why is God calling someone for the appointment? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I said, just, uh, <laughs> just to relax the atmosphere. <laughs> Number 333, who has the password? <laughs> no, 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 no one here, thanks God. <laughs> then many will say, I have wasted my life, many will regret. And it's, it's up to you, my beloved brothers. You, you choose how to spend your time. You can, you can choose your life, what you are going to do, how you're going to spend your life. Many people, I can guarantee, they are wasting their time. They don't have time for God. Time for God? Oh no, pastor. I have many things to do in life. I have, oh, I have many things. I have it too. I have some party there. I have something there. I have something over there. I have many things to do. But many people don't have time for God anymore. Don't have time for praying, reading Bible, coming to the meetings. To visit people, to talk about God. No, I don't have this time, Pastor. Sorry. I have a busy life. <laughs> to talk about Jesus. Sorry, I have no time for that. My life is so busy. You don't know, Pastor. How, how long hours do I work 
I am working long hours every day. I'm so busy. We are accountable for how we live and how we use our time. Can I ask you, when God asks you one day, how did you use your time? How did you use your time on earth? What will be your answer? Oh, Lord, I, I watched the, all the seasons of Star Trek. I, oh, I watch all the seasons of Friends. Oh, I watched uh, all the seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh, it was good. Or I played a lot of video games. Or, Lord, you don't know how hard it is to have one mobile. You don't know. How many messages I have to, to answer? <laughs> one pastor said that mobile phone is the greatest thing that man invented. It's the greatest thing. Because no one can say to God that they didn't have time. Because they spent their time using this mobile. How many hours do you spend in this mobile? Too much. YouTube, WhatsApp, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. No one are going to say, oh God, sorry, I didn't have time. Or maybe what are going to say to God? Oh God, no, no, no. I, 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 I didn't waste so much time because I, I didn't like to play video games. No, 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 no. I didn't like to watch like these seasons on the TV. No, of course not. I was a good person. I spent my, my life working, making money. Oh, Lord, I bought two houses. I make a lot of money. <laughs> I gave a good life to my children. What's all of that going to bring you on that day? Nothing, nothing but regret. I wasted my time. Why? Because you are going to see that you wasted so many time working long hours, doing sometimes overtime because, uh, no, I need to make more money, more, more, more. This is important. This is important. And then you're going to save a huge amount of money. You're going to buy many things. And on the day of your appointment, what you are going to do with everything that you made? You're going to say bye, and the people are going to start fighting to use what you, you bought. <laughs> Your family is going to say, oh, it's mine. That house is mine. No, that house is mine. I'm not saying, my beloved brothers, that it's wrong to work, to buy things. No, 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 no. What I'm teaching you, that God should be first in our lives. This is what I'm teaching you. This is what I'm, and you are going to learn. I, I wanted to read Ecclesiastes 12, 7. 
We read that we came from dust. And uh, uh, Ecclesiastes 12.7 says, Your body came from the earth, and, and when you die, it will return to earth. But your spirit came from God, and when you die, it will return to him. Or man was created from the dust of the ground. And one day, your body will return to the ground. This is for all of us. Amen? For all of us. There's no difference. This body one day is going to go to the ground. It's going to return. But you have a soul and one spirit. And your soul is eternal. And also your spirit is are eternal. They both are eternal. And your soul will live forever in a place that I don't know. But depending on how you live it here on earth. And God is saying to you today, don't try to fix your life only after you get older. Okay? Because maybe you won't have time. Some people say, oh, pastor, I have to live my life. One day I'm going to serve God. Don't, don't, please. The Bible says, remember of your creator while you are young. How many young people do we have here? Just myself, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember your creator while you are young. For the day, for one day you may regret, I have wasted my life. I have wasted my life. So in light of these facts, the Bible says that we need to live not for us, but for our creator. Say to me, I, I am here to live not for myself. I am here to live for the one who created me. Yes. I want to read 1 Corinthians 10, 31. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. That says, Therefore, whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Beloved brother, the Bible says, whatever you do, doesn't matter, whatever you do, do it for God's glory. Doesn't matter if you are eating, drinking, or working, doing things. Look to the person next to you and say, you have to do everything for God's glory. Because you don't belong to you, you belong to God. And you have to live for Him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we are meant to bring glory to our Creator. You didn't do, pay attention, you didn't do anything to bring yourself into existence, right? You didn't do anything. So why your life should be all about you? 
It's not about you. There is a reason and a purpose as to why we exist. Why do you exist? Why? What is the purpose of your existence? What is your life's ultimate goal? When, thank you, yeah, you're right, Amanda. I remember one passage when Pilate asked Jesus about his life. And Pilate asked Jesus, and Jesus about his life, who was in, who was, what he was doing here. And he answered, for this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world. Beloved brothers, look at me, please, and listen what I'm going to say to you. Each one of us born for a prophetic purpose and destiny. Amen. Each one of us. Yes. You born for a purpose. Not just for your life, for you. There is a purpose behind it. I'm going to show to you Psalm 139.16. Psalm 139.16 says, let's read all together, your eyes saw my unformed body, and all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be, wow, before I was born, God determined many things about you, the Bible says, let's read Jeremiah 1.5. Read with me, please. Before, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Wow. Before you were born, God said, I had a plan. For you, for your life. The Bible says that we all born with a purpose. Look to the person next to you and say, you were born with a purpose. Amen. How our days were determined by God. Before you were even born, God assigned you to a mission. I'm not, look at me. I'm not preaching here that everyone's going to be a prophet, is going to be a pastor, is going to be in front of the church. It's not that what I'm teaching. What the Bible says, what, what we read, everything you do, eating, drinking, everything you do, you have to do for? Now, until the end of this word, we are going to understand. These people here, like Jeremiah, was called to be a prophet. But every one of us was called to do something. Doesn't matter what you are doing. If you are, if you are working in a nursing home, if you are working as a teacher, if you are working as a mechanic, you are working as a driver. Doesn't matter. Whatever you do, you have to do for God's glory. Amen. This is the purpose. Many believers, the problem is they live just for themselves. They live without knowing the purpose of their lives. Many have, many live with no purpose at all. 
Unfortunately, many have wasting their lives. And I want to read one verse that Jesus spoke about someone that was full. A crazy person. Luke 12, from 15 to 21. Luke 12, from 15 to 21. Then Jesus said to them, Watch out! Be on guard! Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in one abundance of possession. Life is not about you work to work, work and make money and, and buying things. It's not about that. The Bible, Jesus was teaching. And he told them this parable. Look what Jesus said. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. And he thought, he thought to himself, what should I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I will do. I will tear down my barns and, and, and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I will say to myself, I will say to myself, I have plenty now. I work it a lot and I have a lot. I have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and marry, and enjoy life. But God said to him, You fool, you fool, this very night is your appointment. You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then, who you get what you have prepared for yourself? <laughs> then, who you get? Uh, then, this is, this is how it will be with whoever store up things for themselves, but but is not rich towards God. How is your life towards God? Are you rich or are you poor? The same you work here. Your job and your money can build a house for you to live here. All your job, all your work, everything you are doing for the Lord is building something for you in eternity. And what are you building? Are you, sending, are you sending material to the other side? Are you sending something to the other? This is what Jesus taught us. Jesus said to that man, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Or this night is going to be your appointment, man. God is speaking. Your soul will be taken back. I you take it back. You are not going to live anymore. I'm going to take your soul. God is saying that your life is not yours. This is what the Bible says. 
your life is not yours. Say that to the person next to you. Say, your life is not yours. Simple, simple. <laughs> your life is not yours. If God say, he say, give me your life. Your life is not yours. Then God is saying to you and you have, God is saying to you, you have one creator. Someone created you. Someone bought you at the cross. Someone paid a very high price. And you were lost. And he paid a very high price to save you. And now you don't belong to yourself. Someone paid a huge amount of money. That it was his own blood. To save you. To transform you. And then you don't belong to yourself anymore. You have an honor. Amen. You have a creator. Yes. And you have an honor. And one day, this honor, you settle accounts with you. Get ready. Okay? Get ready for this appointment. Look, we read in Luke 12, 19, says, You will say, Take life easy. Eat, drink, and marry. This man, he said, Oh Lord, we have to take life easy. Not too much. To do much things. Ah, to, ah, it's a lot of meetings, a lot of churches. Sometimes it's boring. Going to church. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, this is too much. Let's take life easy. He said, eating, and I want to ask you what he said. Eating, drinking, and get married. Is it right or wrong? Right things. There's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Or eating, drinking, getting married, having fun. It's not wrong. Everybody has the right to do that. But you cannot live just to fulfill your own desire. This is the point. You are not here to say, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, go. I'm going to move to another town. I'm going to build another barns. I'm going to. No, you have to say, no, 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 no. What is your life? Your life don't belong to you. You have to ask God, is your will for me to go? Is your will for me to do? Because you don't belong anymore to yourself. Can you say amen? amen. You don't belong to you. If you, are, if you live for yourself, my beloved brothers, working, making money, eating, drinking, having fun, and being happy, the Bible calls you fool. This is the point. If you, if you live for that, only for that, eating, drinking, have fun, live your... Bible calls you fool. And says, fool tonight is your appointment. And what you have done for eternity. What's the point of living a life that doesn't fulfill its purpose? Beloved brothers, do you know the greatest tragedy in life? The greatest tragedy in life is not death is to live without purpose. 
Why are you living? When you, when you present before the Lord, what are you going to say to him? What did you do? Because you know, money, things, house, there's no value the other side. Jesus taught his disciples to live a life here, thinking about eternity. Right? Jesus taught. If you read Matthew 6.20, Jesus said to his disciples, Store up your treasures where? Store up your treasures in heaven. Oh, then you can store up your money where? Bank of Ireland, right? Yeah, you can store up your, your money, Bank of Ireland or AIB Bank or Ulster Bank, no, not anymore. <laughs> but you can store up there. But what Jesus said for his disciples to do? Store up where? But how can you store up money there? How? Can you help me? How can you send something, store up treasures in heaven? Beloved brothers, if your heart is on this earth only, you are, pay attention, your treasures and rewards will also be here. If your heart is here, all your rewards are going to be here. Then you're going to say, okay, I rejoice, I, may, I did many good things, I, have, I lived a good life. Okay, this is going to be your reward. But how is the other side? This is not my teaching. Jesus taught and said to his disciples, but if you invest in the kingdom of God, you are going to have heavenly treasures. Amen? When you are investing in the kingdom of God, when you are investing in people, when you are investing in the, the, the bride of Christ, that is the church. Some people say, no, church is not important. What the, I am the church. This teaching is not from the Bible, okay? Because Jesus died to bring his bride, the church of Christ. And we need to give value to his church. But what can I bring to heaven? What, is, what are my treasures? What can you bring to heaven from this earth? Money? Goods? Are you going to bring anything from here to, to heaven? Yes, you, you will. Just one thing. People, people, souls. This is the only thing that belongs here that one day is going to enter in heaven. The only thing. If you don't invest in people, in church, in meetings, in being together, you are giving no value for what is valuable. Are you understand what I'm teaching you? If you don't invest in people, if you don't like to be with people, if you don't like to be with the church of Christ, if you are not investing in saving people, to preach the gospel, and to teach others, sorry. You have nothing. The other side, nothing. 
You need to have a radical shift in your expectation, which will create a radical shift in your behavior and to transform other lives. Pay attention to what I'm going to say now. The greater your expectation is of eternity, the better life you will have on earth. If you have a great expectation about eternity, you are going to have a great life here on earth. But if you don't have expectation about what they are expecting you, you are going to live a miserable life here on earth. Investing in things that has no value. And one day you can be called fool. This is not pastor word. Pastor Marcio's word. This Jesus said. One day he's going to say, fool. You need to have more expectation about eternity. Look to the person next to you and say, you, have, you need to have more expectation about eternity. Let's read, I am near to the end, Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Please, could you read all together? And whatever... Or, all together, please. Whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says... Everything you do, do it with all your heart. Everything. I'm not saying that when you preach, just everything you do. Do with all your heart. To whom? To the Lord. Because you are going to receive the reward from him. Everything you do. And the verse 4 says, Knowing that you will receive from the Lord the reward of everything you have done. For the Lord you are serving Christ. Hallelujah. I have a question to you. Are you doing something at church? Are you doing something here at church? You are doing it not to your pastor. You are doing it to? Christ. To Christ, to the Lord. Yes. I am servant as like you. I am doing to the Lord. Are you studying at school? Who here is studying? Are you studying at school? What are you doing at school? What are you doing at school? You are serving to the Lord. Who? Oh, simple. You are serving to the Lord. No, no, no. You are serving to the Lord. What about everything you do? You are serving to the Lord. Are you in college? What are you doing there? You are serving the Lord. Or be the best student. Can you imagine if you are a bad student, everybody look at you and say, mm, Are you a Christian? Huh? And you will. Be one example of a Christian. Because you are there, you are there 
serving the Lord. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Are you working in a company? At a company? In a company? Are you working? Yeah? Yes or no? What are you doing there? You are serving the Lord. Ah, I thought I was working for myself. <laughs> you fool? No, 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 no. <laughs> you are working the company and you are serving the Lord. Is what we read. And the Bible said, the Bible said, don't just serve man. You are not just serving man. Of course, you are serving your boss, but you are, you are there serving the Lord. Then, now it's a point. Here. Are you serving the Lord in, in the company? Yes or no? Yes. If you are serving the Lord, please be the best employee. Or work hard. Show that Christians are the best employees. Some people, they are working, but they are bad employees. They fight with others. They give bad example. They bring the company to court. They do oh, a lot of mess. And the people look at them and say, oh, no, that's not a follower of Jesus. If you are working the company, you are working to the Lord, then don't be lazy. <laughs> yeah, don't be lazy. Don't fight. Don't be late. Go on time. But not the same way when you come to church, okay? Go on time. Sharp. <laughs> Show kindness and the love of Christ in your job. Why? Because what you are doing in your job? Don't say to the person that you, you are serving the Lord. <laughs> ah, if you are working as a cleaner, it's the same for you. You are serving the Lord. Do your best. Ever since I was born, my beloved brothers, when I born again, uh, wherever I went, studying or working, I was serving the Lord. Whatever I was doing. <laughs> Every school, every school I studied, every, since I born again, I want souls to Jesus Christ. Every school that I studied, I have disciples. I preached the gospel, I gave testimony to them, and they came to Jesus. Every school. And I have a question. Are you bringing the people from your school to the kingdom of God? Are you teaching them? The people from your school that you go, English class, or everywhere you go. My blood brothers, what I'm teaching you is the truth. Every school, I can count in my hands, sometimes 10 people. In my job, in, in the last company that I worked, when I started working there, I don't remember no one Christian, real Christian. And, and after 15 years, 50% of the company was Christian. And 50% of the company they were in my church. 
But I knew that I was there working, but I was serving the Lord. Are you understand what is to serve the Lord? I'm not talking, I wasn't a pastor in that time. I was just a worker. I was one employee of the company. But what, what I was doing there? Serving. Serving the Lord. Is it so easy? Amen? What are people seeing in you? Can people see Jesus through you? Are you a loving person? Are you a kind person? Do you help your co-workers in their work? Do you help them and say, no. Do people like to talk to you? Do people like to talk to you? Because, my beloved brothers, the people, they, they always say, hi, Marcio. I, I wasn't pastor in that time, okay? I, I was just one worker in the company. And they love to come to me because I never accused them. I never went against them and say, you are going to hell, you are lost. No, never did that. I always showed the love of Christ. And please, whatever you are, eating, drinking, working, doing everything, do it for God's glory. Because there is a great reward for you waiting in heaven. Amen, my beloved brothers. Can you stand your feet, please? Please look at me. This is so important. Your eternity is determined by your lifestyle in these few years on earth. Your lifestyle or your eternity is determined by your lifestyle in these few years. But maybe you are going to say, Pastor, I think I, I wasn't a good student. I wasn't a good worker in my company. I'm not serving the Lord. Okay. Today is a day of repentance. We should go to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me. Because today is a day to get ready for your appointment. Can you say amen? amen. Today is a day. Man is appointed to die once and then judgment. But today, it's okay. I'm not here to condemn you, but I am here to say, please repent from all your sins. I cannot say another thing to you. Repent, this is a sin. Because you are called to serve the Lord. You are called, you have a mission to do, you have something to do. It's not about you only. And I have some question. Do you have pleasure serving the kingdom of God? Do you have pleasure serving people or not? Do you enjoy coming to the meetings? Do you enjoy coming to prayer? Do you enjoy coming to the Bible studies? Do you enjoy coming to the 12 hours of prayer? To the serve. Beloved brother, this is our life. Sorry, I have another other thing to preach to you today. This is the word that God gave me. 
If you don't enjoy God now, what are, what are you going to do in heaven one day? If you don't like His presence today, where are you going to go? Sorry. If you don't enjoy being in His presence, why should He allow you to live with Him? If you don't want to spend time with Him, then you are going to spend the whole eternity with Him. Something is wrong, and we need to fix it. Please close your eyes. Look inside of you. I am teaching this word, and this is the word of God for your life today. We need to repent. And sometimes to serve the Lord... We need to make some effort. And, and the Bible says, for you to seek first the kingdom of God. It's not about you, your life. Sorry. You can work, you can do many things, but first is God. And we need to repent from our lack of commitment. We need to repent. Please look at your life and say, Lord, forgive me, Lord, because I, ha I have had no pleasure being in your house, being with our brothers and sisters. I don't love people. And my beloved brothers, what you have to love is people and the body of Christ and the lost. And we need to repent from our lack of commitment with the kingdom of God, with our, for our lack of love for the lost, and to invest our time in the kingdom of God. This life is a preparation for that day when you all will be standing before the Lord. Beloved Father, we, we worship you, we adore you. We thank you, Lord, for the work of the cross. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray that every person today that are receiving this word, they can answer you, Lord. Lord, not with a word of condemnation, but with a word of joy. Receiving from you and saying, Lord... I want to serve you. Whatever I do, I want to do for you. I want to serve you, Lord. Father, forgive our sins. Forgive the sins of your church. Forgive the sins of your people, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you can help us to be a better servants. Lord, we are here just to serve your kingdom. And Lord... One day we want to be received by you as a good and faithful servant, Lord. Lord, that eternity can give us victory, Lord. Lord, I want to enter into heaven with joy, Lord. I want to enter in the glory with, uh, with my hands raised, Lord, and declaring, Jesus is my King, Jesus is my Lord. Lord, help us, Lord, to be prepared for that day, Lord. Help us to get ready for this appointment, Lord. Help us to live a life with purpose, Lord. Help
help this church to live Lord, a life of purpose. This is my prayer. And I bless all my brothers and sisters. I declare, Lord, your fresh anointing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon their lives. I declare, Lord, that every one of us, they are going to live a good life. They are going to work. They are going to study. They are going to do everything they have to do. But also, you are going to be the first one. You are going to receive the glory, the honor. And one day, my Lord, this church, these people, they are going to be received by you in the eternity, Lord. Lord, it is going to be given to you great joy, receiving each one of them as a good, faithful, and good and faithful servants, Lord. This is our desire, and we are going to spend eternity with you, worshiping you and declaring that you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one who paid for our lives a good price, a high price, and we are going to thank you for the rest of eternity, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray and we worship you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. May the Lord bless you and you can live a life with eternal perspective. Amen? God bless you.